Kia ora and welcome to Tigress Talk. A podcast for fierce and passionate women. My name is Tatiana. And my name is Claire. On today's episode, we are discussing crying at work. This episode is particularly relevant for us because this is really how we have bonded at work, seeing each other extremely emotional. Yeah, and it's perceived so negatively, and you know, this over-emotion of particularly women in the workplace is sort of seen really negatively in terms of careers as well. So today we just want to break that down um, and sort of understand why women cry at work, how it is perceived both positively and negatively. Uh, and then we'll do our feminist funny and our fem inspo for this week. So, Tatiana, why do women cry at work? I suppose we can only speak from personal experience, but I've cried at work due to anger and frustration. It's such a weird thing because you're always embarrassed. Well, I feel like it's a common thought that crying is unprofessional and manipulative and shows that you can't handle a situation. And so when you do cry at work, and I've asked so many people, and I can guarantee most people have had a cry at work, or most women, yeah, those feelings of embarrassment and worry and anxiety over how that could negatively affect your your career progression is something that women definitely worry about. Anytime that I've ever cried at work, I just get so frustrated because I am crying. And it's sort of like the frustration from whatever the situation was, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it does, it compounds because I'm like, oh, now I'm crying and everyone's just seen me cry. Even if no one has seen me cry except you and me kind of thing. It's just like, oh, why is this happening to me? Um, so, I, It just makes it so much it worse. It does, though. absolutely. And because when you cry, it's like a build-up of emotion. So it all comes out maybe at the smallest thing. Oh, so, definitely. You know, <laughs> you know, the smallest trigger and all of a sudden you're just crying uncontrollably. And even I've even been to the point where I'm like doing that sobbing weird breathing <laughs> thing. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so hilarious. Oh, and you feel so ridiculous because often like the real root of why you're crying kind of thing and then when you actually start crying is so apart that people are like what she's crying over this yeah and that like contributes as well to people like not understanding why someone is crying for example but it's quite funny like in terms of why we cry this article that we both happened to read this morning separately um (laughs) just the same person but in two different lives it was so interesting to read this article and read about how partly why the differences between how men and women cry is based on our hormones so men generate a lot more testosterone which inhibits them from crying while women produce more prolactin, I think is how you pronounce it, which seems to yeah, like promote crying kind of, kind of thing. And then, so yeah. not only hormones contribute to this, but then they also discussed the anatomy also plays a role in this. And sorry, I'm not talking about genital anatomy. I'm talking about <laughs> our tear ducts. 
Um, yeah. And so this article said that men have larger tear ducts than women. Um, so more tears can well in their eyes without spilling onto their cheeks. Honestly, God, why did you not give me bigger tear ducts? <laughs> But isn't that so interesting? I was I was shocked. How is that not like common knowledge? Yeah, like this blew my mind reading this this morning. I was like, yeah. oh, this explains everything. We're more prone to crying, even if we feel the same amount of emotion as a man. Yeah, I think that puts it a lot into perspective because. But it it's so funny because most often when I think about why I'm crying, people often jump quite quickly especially males to oh she must be feeling sad but yeah no often crying has nothing to yeah sad crying is very different and i don't even think i've sad cried at work like i don't think i've ever had sad news that would make me sad cry like most of the time it's this inability to articulate something because i know that i'm verging on this super, super angry, aggressive retaliation to something. Because I know that anger would negatively impact me as a woman, and I probably wouldn't feel that good about being really angry about a situation and projecting that on people around me. So my body just automatically switches to this crying, and it's sort of like this helplessness because you don't have any other means to express what you are feeling, and I can't articulate what I'm feeling, and then so these tears start to well. And it's so funny because... It's so misunderstood. It is so misunderstood. But I didn't realise this for such a long time. Um, (laughs) But when I was... I think I must have been 21, and I was having this meeting with a boss who is an amazing mentor to me. I was actually in the process of transitioning jobs, and it was just all... It was just a lot going on kind of thing. And it was the same situation. I didn't know how to articulate it. But I didn't realise this and I kept, and I was sort of starting to cry and he's just like, it's okay, like I actually understand that you're not crying because you're sad about this, like you are the most strong woman, such a strong woman, but it's just because you don't know how to say, like you don't want to hurt my feelings, you don't want to hurt your own feelings. That would have been amazing. It felt so empowering for someone to actually understand that and he's just like, you know, so many times I would love to just break down and cry, but as a man, like goodness, think think if I was in a business meeting and I, I just all of a sudden cried, Claire, and I was just like, oh jeepers, like Sorry, I've never even heard about so that. So again, this like toxic masculinity that men aren't allowed to cry. So this, uh, you know, so it affects us both. Women are seen as weak if you cry. Yeah, incapable. Or, you know, I hate that manipulative one. Like we use tears to get our way. Oh, that makes me wild. I, I can't turn on tears. Do you know what I mean? Like no. me personally, I cannot turn that on. So I don't know how I would use them manipulatively. Like... And one thing that really rings true with me is that your emotions are yours and yours alone and your feelings are yours to have and no one can tell you what your feelings are. And one of our male workmates said this to me recently and it's just, it's so true because I always think, you know, when someone sort of comes back at you with something and it's just like, regarding your feelings, it's like, well, no, they're actually my feelings. You can't tell me that I'm not (laughs) feeling this. Um, And so, yeah, that's such a such a tricky one um but I I love how you talk about how we are perceived as weak when when I was reading this article this morning it was saying that if men cried perhaps in like a public setting it really it humanized them humanized 
are they not a human already? So, oh yeah, it's such a tricky one just in terms of the perception. Um, mm. Oh my goodness. And yeah, like the people are different and the way you express emotion is, is very, very different. Because like, oh, I would prefer to cry rather than swear at someone or punch a hole through the wall. So, or, or take it out on my colleague. In terms of ways to express emotion that literally does not negatively affect anyone else, Crying is fine. I don't see what the issue is with it. We as women, we need to, you know, when we do have a cry, instead of trying to control those emotions, which takes even more effort and actually makes you more upset, is trying to be like, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying because I'm angry and maybe talk through it. Because, yeah, yeah, I can imagine it would be so easy to see someone crying and be like, walk on eggshells around them for the rest of the day and not annoy them with work and not push them over the edge. Just the whole perception around it is to change. Because, yeah, you literally ask anyone and they've cried at work. Like, I was was at the beauty therapist this morning getting a Brazilian. And I was like, (laughs) have you ever cried at work? (laughs) And she was like... Yeah, yeah, I have. And she just explained that she booked too many clients, taken on too much, thinking she was a hero. As you do. As you do. Who doesn't do that? (laughs) And she said, yeah, so I just was under a lot of pressure. So I went away, I had a cry, and then I came back and I got it done. Like, there's that perception that you're not concentrating on the task at hand. You know, it's not professional because you're letting yourself be distracted from your job. Like that time, usually when I have a cry at work, I run down to Claire and steal her and we go into the bathroom and talk it out. But this yeah. time, I was like, okay, I just need to go away. So I went away, I had my little cry, I came back and it was fine. I think I even talked it out with the person who made me upset. But it just felt good after. That's so good. Yeah, it's one of those things, like sometimes you just need... And I feel like if you had an angry reaction to something, you would do this as well, like just to contrast it to crying. Like normally, like after you've had a really aggressive, angry outburst, you'll sort of like go away, think about what you've said and what you've done and just maybe talk it through with someone or talk it through with yourself again in your head. And you do exactly the same thing when you cry. So I don't understand yeah. why they're perceived so differently um, and at the end of the day like crying's not really impacting anyone else which I think is more positive than an angry outburst where you can say yeah. some really hurtful things like so often I actually react in quite a angry aggressive way but I try and do it where it's not pointing directly at a specific person or a specific thing normally it's just aggressive in the tone or nature of how I'm presenting just the standard facts kind of thing but you know like you could happily just cry and just be like yep done thought about that okay I've moved on and those little stress cries I don't know that embodies who I am now like I am just a little stress cry have a little cry get it over and done with and my mum like always said that to me growing up because I was always just crying about something and she was like yep you just need to get this out of your system have your little cry (laughs) be done like a good job good girl and I sort of learned pretty quickly that you know a lot of my crying wasn't really emotion sad because that's what you sort of think for so long growing up oh I'm crying I must be sad but often it's just like oh stressful situation don't know how to deal with this okay let's just cry for a couple of minutes okay done over it and moving on even my father who knows me 
doesn't understand my little stress cry thing and he is just like oh what are you crying for and it's just let me be I'll be okay in like two minutes and then we'll be back to our normal conversation <laughs> so hard for other people to understand the importance of crying if you're not a crier all good but if you are that's fine I don't know. So, okay, I was reading an article that was like, what 15 businesswomen think about crying. And some of them were really ruthless. Nah, crying is not for the workplace. Crying is for home. And that was very interesting to me because we've discussed this, you know, being passionate about your job sort of makes it personal. I don't know how people can have that clear delineation between work and home. Yeah, so that you're just a robot at work? What? That... Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me at all. It's just like someone saying in a meeting, for example, and um, we've talked about this before, you know, like, okay, let's just move all emotions to the side um, and let's just make everything facts and uh, no emotions are going to come into this discussion, so make sure you've got all of that in check and then they go and blab on about facts and figures and whatever. And I just, I always reflect on those situations and I'm like, that is just such BS. Passion is emotion. If you're passionate about something, you're highly emotional about whatever that is. And that is your passion. That is your drive. And that is why you cry or laugh because that's emotion. You you, You can still be objective about a situation and have emotion in that objectivity. There's just something there that really gripes me about saying like, let's not have emotion in the workplace, let's be really objective and figures and facts. Yeah, clear. Well, I mean, it's not too far to connect the dots, you know? Women are emotional and so men are less willing to promote them. Oh, hell no. I don't think that's Oh my deal. goodness, no. So if we change the perception of crying as like, I'm, I'm passionate about this, you know, I'm frustrated. Instead of calling someone and making them feel worthless, which, are, you Ugh. know, people do that to us all the time at work. You know, I'm just going to have a cry. It literally does not affect anybody. I mean, you're not, if you're a boss and you just break down in tears in front of everyone, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know it is hard because you can't just be crying all the time yeah if you're crying all the time you should probably find another job there is a time and a place but at the same time don't feel like that time and a place is always behind closed doors no one will ever see you but you know if you're crying in front of a meeting of a hundred employees where you're the speaker kind of thing then yeah maybe there is an issue there oh yeah I don't know though because like Barack Obama cried it's so dependent on the situation. It's so, so dependent. Um, as a boss, I would be hugely embarrassed if my employees saw me cry kind of thing. Like, any employee saw me cry. And so it's quite like a, it's a tricky one because... So I see where these ladies are coming from that are like, you know, try, try and keep your emotions in check. Because in an ideal world, yeah, crying wouldn't be a big issue, but we don't live in that ideal world, so... As a female in a high position, you know, crying didn't help me get here, especially in front of male colleagues who do not perceive it well. So, yep, probably hide that crying up. But what we're really, like, at the end of the day, what we're getting to here is that it shouldn't be perceived so negatively. And if you see someone crying at work... Okay, Claire, if you were having a cry at work, what would you want your colleagues to do ignore you <laughs> completely so that's hard because like if you're crying and everyone's just pretending like you're not it's also 
probably not the best. It's so difficult because you have such a different relationship with all your colleagues. You know, there's certain people in the workplace that if I was upset about something, for me personally, some people really pull an emotional trigger with me. Um, And so I feel okay to let down my guard in front of that person if I am really stressed kind of thing. You know, like with you, if you came down, you're like, oh, is everything okay? And I might just be like, ugh, fire it and just cry. Um, And I have, you know, I have some guy friends as well at work that that happens too. And some other guy friends who like have accidentally (sighs) set me off about something unintentionally and not knowing how to react. It is a little bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah. People put so much pressure on themselves to react in a way that that person is after. But most of the time, you don't really need to say... Or someone someone makes a real big deal and you're like, no, 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 no. Like, like, please don't pay me any attention. I literally just need to get this out. I'll be right back in the game. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've sort of gone around in a huge big circle of, yeah, this happens, you cry, it's perceived negatively, but it shouldn't be perceived negatively. Uh, but it will. But it will. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, good luck with that, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did read a really, like, as an avid crier, Tatiana and I discussed this a lot, and months and months ago we found an article about why crying a lot means you're mentally tough Mm -hmm. and so the first one you meet your emotions head on and i think this is super valid you just release those negative emotions out into the world gone done and dusted uh second one you don't care what others think about you I love this one <laughs> because I really do care what others think about me. Um, and I just particularly get so frustrated because I'm like, oh, people are seeing me crying and it makes me more angry and frustrated that I am crying. But crying is like the ultimate display of vulnerability. And it does take a lot of guts to be able to do that. And some people have such huge guards around their entire life that don't allow people to cry in front of others. Um, and I think that's kind of sad sometimes because it really holds back being able to connect and be emotionally available for people. Especially because when people, people perceive me as really cold. And so I think when I cry, people realize like, oh, she does actually have emotions. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. And number three, you know that crying helps you release pent up feelings. So, yeah, this sort of is back to the first point. Suppressing emotions only leads to big blowouts in the end. Number four, you know that crying makes you healthier overall. Mm. Um, Yeah, so there's heaps of, like, physical um, benefits in crying. So it lowers manganese levels. What is that, Tatiana? I have no idea. Manganese levels. Yeah, we'll Google that. If we had an awesome producer, she could, like, insert here. Manganese levels are X, Y, Z. Crying also helps lubricate your eyes, prevent dehydration, um, and without tears, we wouldn't even be able to see properly. So crying is helping your vision, everybody. Get that through your head. Um, <laughs> and number five, by crying, you help others feel more comfortable expressing their own emotions. Yeah, well, um, that's true, isn't it? Absolutely. It's all about connectivity um, and being vulnerable and open to new situations. Which is what we need more in the workplace. So don't feel like you're weak when you're crying. It actually means you're mentally tough. 
Yeah. And, and in the words of Gloria Steinem, she yeah. says, When you're angry crying, you should say, This is how I get angry. I'm crying because I'm angry, and because I'm crying, I will live longer than you. Rich <laughs> sister. We just need some, like... Some Kim K crying. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we please put some sobbing in here? <laughs> it's not funny. Get out if you're going to continue to laugh and make fun of me. It's part of it. If you know how I feel, why would you say that? Like, you put me in such an uncomfortable situation. Like, you know, you know I'm not happy. You know I'm trying. You know I'm not happy. So, what is this week's Femme Funny, Tatiana? Well, what was making me laugh this week is I saw a wee, one of those wee comic or meme. Meme. <laughs> a meme. <laughs> Sorry. It's just a meme. Okay, carry on. My apologies. Because Mimi and Māori's have a pee-pee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's Cinderella and the fairy book godmother comes and and sees her her mop and her bucket and is like, I'm gonna change this mop and bucket to a long term career and a bank account so you can marry only if you want to. And I was like, yes, feminist fairy godmother, love it. We all need one of those. <laughs> I'm not gonna make you pretty so that some guy can enslave you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So you get married and your life is happily ever after, which nev- does not exist. No, um, let's be realistic here. <laughs> so that made me giggle. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Claire, what's your femme inspo this week? What's tickling your Oh my goodness. Femme? So my femme is tickled this week by Emma Watson, um, who Absolutely. is now 26 years old. Um, and she is just an amazing feminist and equal rights advocate. And she's done so many amazing speeches um, as a part of the United Nations. And she's just incredible. And I was just reading a quick article because it was her birthday um, and Time had posted it. And there was just some awesome, awesome Emma Watson quotes over the years. So one amazing quote that was in this Time article was, both men and women should feel free to be sensitive. Both men and women should feel free to be strong. It is time that we all perceive gender on a spectrum instead of two sets of opposing ideals. And I thought that was just a particularly relevant and amazing quote for today. That's it, right? That's exactly what we're about. That's absolutely everything that drives this podcast. Definitely. So feminism is not about males, about females. It is about equality. Oh, yeah. That just gives me so many warm fuzzies just reading all of her amazing work. Uh, She's so inspirational. Hermione. And do you know what? Hermione was always my favourite because of her big bushy hair and her bushy eyebrows. I was like, yay, finally someone I can relate to. (laughs) She's a badass. Okay. Who is your... Inspo this week. This week, the lady who is inspiring me is a woman from the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who I have mentioned before on this podcast, but I wonder if she listens to it. eh? That's probably why she doesn't want to be my friend. But um, (laughs) you just seem so needy. (laughs) Actually, her and, and two other ladies they competed in a. Uh, meet 
last weekend and they just did so well. Oh, Odin's just coming to say hi. Oh, hello, Odin boy. Anyway, this woman, (laughs) she deadlifted 167.5 kgs. Oh, my God. How how is that even possible? And to put that in perspective, she's 70... Like in the seventy-three kg category, so um, I'm not sure. So like that's double, double. over double, double like, yeah. body weight, and that is just ridiculous. So yeah, that was really inspirational. Except last night I tried to deadlift and I really sucked. So I was like, "Fuck! <laughs> 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 oh shit! I've got some work to do." But yeah, um, yeah. ladies are the bomb. Oh, so, so good. Yeah. It was so funny. I was talking to someone from work and I was just, I I always refer to women as ladies or women, never girls. And some people really put out by that. It's quite funny. Really? Yeah. I keep keep saying ladies and they're like, oh, ladies? I'm like, yeah, well, it's better than girls. And they're like, oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> maybe lady has like an old older woman connotation but i'm trying to take it back yeah definitely and i think you can I so so good people. making progress and that's yeah. all we can ask progress there's just been another episode of tigress talk where can you find us tatiana you can find us on facebook and our website, tyrestalk.com. And you can email us. We would love to get emails. We've had one and that was actually made my day. It would feel so, so good to get number two. <laughs> at, at gmail. I shouldn't be telling people. <laughs> tyrestalk at gmail.com. Twitter at tyrestalk. And yeah, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a, like a rating or a review. That could be cool. You've been listening to Tigress Talk. Tigress Talk.